Hump Wednesday. And uh, I think I think there's not a lot of humping going on. Uh, I don't think so. The roads are still busy. So much for staying at home. You know, I just don't understand. I just don't understand when you when you are told to stay at home and you don't. I think this I think this is actually a a, mis, a miscommunication in Dutch. I think when they tell you you need to go to work, then they stay at home. And then when they tell you you need to stay at home, then you go to work. I think maybe even Dutch people don't understand their language because the roads are very busy. And it's just, why bother? Why bother with these press conferences? Makes no sense at all. But it's not gonna, that's not going to break my Christmas spirit. It took me a while to realize oh, it's actually Christmas. It's it's we get it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And I'm only I'm telling myself that I'm hoping that but this time next year it will actually be hopefully will it'll be back to normal. Hopefully. Hmm. By the way, uh we got a full house, as we always do on Wednesdays. Thomas is here, Natasha is here, Marius is here. Um, how do you guys feel with with Christmas? Do you still have the Christmas feeling, or are you just like, uh, oh, just hurry up? Oh, I have a kid, so um, I, I suppose it's, I just I want to make it as normal and as fun as possible. Have you done your Christmas shopping, by the way? Because now that the shops are closed. Yeah. You have? Okay. Yeah. I saw that uh, there, was a, there, there was a loophole in the system um, today. Apparently, uh, HEMA and um, Action found a loophole. And then the government quickly closed them, uh, uh, got rid of that loophole, so they had to close. No, oh, they're selling essential products. Supposedly, yeah. Mm. Apparently, apparently, like with Hema, Hema was saying, "Oh, we'll, we will open our fast food stores." So that uh, I, apparently that's a essential product. I think Action is an essential product store because they sell detergent and uh, st- stuff like shit like Just that. Toilet paper. Yeah, toilet paper. Yes. What? What done, Marius? It says you need to have. Sorry, you have to, sorry to interrupt you, Maurice. It says you need to have a certain percentage, um, majority percentage of essential product being your your main sort of product that you sell. So I feel sorry for Heimer because they're struggling already. Is it? You see, I I actually um, I I was actually worried because obviously you know when when news broke on Monday when the press conference had, took place. Before then, obviously, you know, news broke in the in the media, and I started seeing pictures circulating online of all this panic shopping, and I thought, oh no, here we go again. And again, it's toilet paper. I I don't understand why people hoard toilet paper. Why? 
please explain this to me. <laughs> I, I I cannot to the, to my to to the life of me understand why you want to hoard toilet paper. Yeah, I think it worked out if you buy like four big big bags of toilet paper, you have to take like twenty thousand shits to actually get through it. Yeah, I mean these people who do this obviously think that this is an, Arma- an Armageddon. You know, they're not going to be able to leave their house for the next five months. But it's nothing like that. So why do this? I can understand, you know, panic buying. I don't know. I don't even know if you can panic buy because there's no need for it. But if you had to, food, you know, like tin food, like beans or sardines or whatever, you know, fine. But toilet paper, what the fuck? I mean, worst case scenario, just, I don't know, take a, a rag and wipe your ass. At least it's clean. They should, they should uh, launch yeah. Doomsday Preppers on uh, the television channels, yeah. I think that, so. That would make it interesting. Give them an idea of how to do it professionally. Yeah. What about you, Marius? If you want to choose, just use a newspaper. Yeah. yeah. Look, there are many ways you can you can overcome this problem. You can obviously do you know use the newspaper, or you can use a, a wet cloth, or you can take a shower for Pete's sake. But you obviously not you have to time your your shits. You know, obviously you can't go at like one o'clock in the afternoon and you're at the office. But time your shits. The, the worst thing they have to compare like things to in their lives is you know running out of toilet paper and I, you're sitting on the bog. Who would have thought, huh? Mm. Never underestimated. Mm. I, I, luckily, that wasn't the case. I think that was just a bit of fake news that was circling on the on the internet because I I went to a, I had to very very quickly dash to um uh, to Albert Hain last night after the after the show and <laughs> something happened at at the supermarket and um, you see. When when you when you go to the supermarket just before they close, obviously they they restock the the shelves, right? Now, if you've ever gone to like Albert Hain or or Yumbo or Lidl or wherever, they usually you know on their they they sitting on their on their legs. If I can describe it that way, you know what I mean. They, you know, and they stack in the shelf, and of and the, the aisle is very narrow. Now, because of Corona, you can't go to the you can't go inside without a a basket. You have to use a trolley now. You know, because you have to keep your distance. So now the aisles are are very narrow, and I'm trying my best to avoid people. But I I, I hit one of the guys in the supermarket last night. Not on by on purpose. The aisle is 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 very narrow, and he's. Sitting on his legs, busy uh, uh, stacking the shelf. So, what I didn't want is I didn't want him to think I was English. So I, I said sorry, sorry, and I panicked and I said, "Is ye okay?" And he looked at me and, like, "Yeah, Minier, I'm I'm fine," you know. But I panicked and that's all that came out my mouth. I'm sure it, I could have done a lot better. I panicked, but the good thing is he understood me. So, 
that's that's kind of what happened to me last night. I had a bit of a scare and I hit someone. But then I apologized very quickly in my very terrible Dutch. I can't even You're call that animal. Dutch. I can't even call that Dutch. That poor man risking his life to stock the shelf and you run him over, you bastard. Is he okay? Does that even make sense? Yeah, that's, Afrika- that's, that's Afrikaans. Does that even make sense? No, it makes sense in Afrikaans, but if it was Dutch, then uh, it's gaat it. Gaat it. And because is is the third person, so it would be, to him, it would be ben jij okay. So in Afrikaans, it makes sense. In Dutch, not so much. Hmm. Well, that's why he looked at me like, you know, he, he gave that, that very uh, b- bemused stare at me like, yeah, meneer, yeah. Um, but you, you see, I didn't want to say, you know, I didn't want to sound very apologetic in English. Otherwise, you know, so I thought, okay, let me just disguise. Let me pretend I'm Dutch. And I know, and all I know is that in Dutch, they say, they don't say excuse. They say, sorry, sorry, sorry. So I've been practicing my sorry and I say it very quickly, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then again, like I say, I panicked and I said, is yeah okay? It's good that you tried though. Yes. It's better to be, be a good expert that tries than a good expert that doesn't try. Yeah. Now I know you would have been like, for fuck's sake, get out of my way. <laughs> Knowing you. I would have run him over again to make sure that he got the message. Uh <laughs> Uh, Natasha, what about you? Are you uh, are you in the Christmas spirit? Because I know you like this time of year, but obviously, you know, with the way things are, are you making the effort or are you just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm, I'm drinking my glass no, of wine now. No, of course, of course we do. I mean, our tree was up in the first weekend of December and the boys' gifts arrived today, thank goodness, uh, through bull.com. So no, we, the festive season for us is all about family. And even though our family is fine, even though it's bloody Corona, like Thomas, I've got two small ones. Oh, so nice still tree, Thomas. The magic, uh, the magic of Christmas. Ah, oh, nice. Nice Thomas's tree here. And he's got some, um, I, I don't know what is that, Protea, Protea uh, cricket headphones from the Proteas. <laughs> he's mocking your, mocking your earphones, uh, Thomas. But uh, no, we, we love we love Christmas and uh, we make it fun for the boys either way. So we've been watching Christmas movies and there's Christmas lights in the kitchen. So when you see our house, you can see them blinking. So no, screw Corona, it's still Christmas. Good. I think that's that's the way to do things. I mean, I, I don't know what what I don't know why I did this, but I I got I got home and I made I made myself some some dinner very quickly and then I went on YouTube because I'm subscribed to a few um, news outlets or news channels and uh, uh, Boris Johnson was having his his daily press conference anyway long story short uh, at the end of his press conference he said um, well I I, 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 I'm pretty sure that but by, by, by this time next year everything will be back to normal and you will be uh, in the pubs and, and, and uh, in, the, in the restaurants and just eating all that pork and pudding and uh, I'm pretty sure about that. So, I, I, I you know, I, I, I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping it's just this year 
Sakaki for world leaders, eh? Mm. Very tough, tough room. It is, yes. Uh, have you done your Christmas shopping, by the way, Natasha? Because I know all the all the uh, supermarkets are closed and clothing stores are closed now. No, well, we we ordered online, so oh, I, since okay. even since April, I've been shopping online. I rarely go into a shop anymore, even my clothes, and that's risky. But I shop everything online, so no, everything's come in. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's we don't have a massive family here in the Netherlands, so it was pretty much. Uh, for the two boys, I got something from my husband. I know exactly what he's getting me. So, um, yeah, we did it in time. Very nice. Well, good. Um, what about you, Marius? I'm having a Christmas uh, a Christmas gathering this uh, on the show. Yeah, the same. And as Natasha said, um, we sort of like isolated from the families uh, across the globe. Do you have family um, here in the Netherlands? Um, no, I, I, it's only, only my, my daughter and Annette, um, and Annette, um, so the rest of the families are all scattered across the world, Namibia, South Africa, Australia. Hmm. Uh, so we, we sort of like isolated, uh, if I can use that word, but we, we're still trying to keep it Christmassy, uh, lights, trees and everything went up on the 1st of December, wow. uh, light across uh, in the house and in the evenings, uh, when uh, when we sit around the table, we have you know the Christmas songs playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 are trying to make an effort. Of course, uh, when it's not lockdown, we tend to go to all these Christmas markets. Uh, we love it uh, to go to the Christmas markets, and I will generally go down and so go sit somewhere and have a couple of coffees, and then Annette and Chante will just stroll through all the all the Christmas markets and check everything out while I while I'm sitting relaxing having a coffee reading. Yes, this goals. Yeah. Wow, you've got us you've got this pretty sorted, Marius. I wanna try that. Hmm. And uh, have you are you in the Christmas spirit? I mean I know you said, you know, this is this is usually what you do, but are you are you feeling the Christmas spirit at the moment? Or are you just like, you know what? Let's just put the Christmas tree up. I- yeah, I, don't, I must admit, I don't feel the Christmas bird that uh, that much than compared to previous years. I think it's also to do a lot with uh, us not being able to travel. And generally for business, I travel until usually 23rd of December um, in countries like Sweden or Norway or so. Uh, and then, of course, with that, you're experiencing all the snow and the nice uh white snow in sweden for instance with all the christmas lights and the deers and the reindeers and um they, they certainly make an effort in norway and in sweden uh, for this time of year so being a namibian boyki only used to deserts walking around in this white wonderful white wonderland with with the colorful christmas lights it certainly uh, certainly lifts your spirits Mm. You see, the thing is, I'm, I, I usually don't get into the the Christmas spirit because you know, it, for me it's just a bit of, it's just a bit of a, it, it's a nuisance for me because it's everyone is just in your way. You you go to the shop, you go to the coffee store, you go anywhere, and this is people. So I I always found it very annoying, and it's just yeah. But this year I feel so you're basically the Grinch. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say I'm the Grinch because I I look I I do. I do enjoy, you know, having dinners with, you know, Christmas dinners or lunches or that kind of stuff. I enjoy that kind of stuff, but the it's whole to eat, I, yeah, exactly. It's all part of it's all part of it. Um That's right. But uh, I I, the Grinch. I don't no, I think if anyone is the Grinch, it's it's a oh, how Mark Rotter stole Christmas. I think he's the Grinch than anything. Um but I've never really been in, into that Christmas thing. Maybe it's because uh, I've never had anyone to spend it with in regards to, you know, another, a partner. But I've just never been uh, uh, into that kind of stuff. Hey, listen, I want to play you guys something. You guys are going to like this. Someone sent me this. Um, and uh, it pretty much sums up how everyone is feeling at the moment. Twenty twenty be forgot and never brought to mind. May twenty twenty be forgot. We've had a real cock time. <laughs> We've stayed at home and lost our minds. We've Don't you guys love that? It pretty much just sums up how everyone is feeling at the moment. Hmm? I love that kind of stuff. It's kind of, That's cheered me up. Okay. Uh, gee, we've got a lot to get through. We've got some news. Uh, Thomas is going to be giving us some sports. If there is any sport being played at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I found some really juicy stuff. Mm. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's, uh, let's get things uh, into the into the Christmas spirits and um, play a song. And uh, when we come back, uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll listen to uh, what, uh, what Thomas has got to offer us in the, uh, in the sport. So let's play a song. Get into the Christmas spirits. Mm-hmm.
This is one of my favorite Christmas songs. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. Come on, team. Let's sing. Come on. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Come on, Morris. Let's hear some of your Spanish. Um, who actually sings that? Um, my favorite song, but I actually don't know who the fuck sings it. Uh, Jose Feliciano. There we go. Feliz. Your favorite song. Feliz Navidad, or for Christmas, yes, because I don't like this, the stuff you hear on the radio. All I want for Christmas is you. You're and, a strange uh, man. And uh, last Christmas, and yeah, he's. Uh, you need to watch a movie. The movie's called Love Actually. Oh, I've, I've watched that movie. It's a great Christmas movie. You watch it just before you watch Die Hard. Or after you watch Die Hard, one of the two. Okay, is that, that Die Hard as in you actually die with a hard on or die hard? You die hard and then you get a hard on. Or you just die hard. You know, same Maybe thing. you die from the hard on. Yeah, same thing. All right, uh, let's get into some uh, some some sports. What do you got for us? Right, got a few few interesting ones, and I got a really strange one. Um, hobby horsing. Hobby horsing. Hobby horsing. You know those those um, toy horses. Uh, basically, the horses oh, yeah, on yeah, a yeah, stick, yeah, yeah. and the kids run around with them. Well, this is a professional league of hobby horsing. I've actually, I used to have one of those right, when I was a kid. Yeah, you could join the league. Uh, so basically, it's it's grown as adults, and they've got a bit of a Gymkhana dressage type uh, uh, set going um, on like a basically a gymnasium floor, and they run around and they try and jump over the obstacles whilst hobby horsing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a serious thing. It began in Finland, uh, I presume because it was. Uh, Fucking a blizzard outside, and it's something needed something to do. Go Finland. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is called Gaga. It's got nothing to do with Lady Gaga. Uh, it is sort of a makeshift uh, a game of uh, being called it. It's like dodgeball, except it's played in an octagon. And you basically kick a ball at each other at very close quarters, and if you get hit above the knee, uh, you're out of the game. But you basically stick eight tables together and uh, stop people from being able to jump out. And then you kick a ball at each other, and it was left standing wins. It doesn't sound like fun. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how this, this is fun. I mean, I'm not sure I'd like my balls to be kicked in. Would you? Well. Uh, I've had my balls kicked in many times, mate. A few more times wouldn't hurt. Uh, let's see. Most of it happened while changing diapers. It's like you're in like the, this the the red zone when you're changing a diaper, and that foot just comes up and whacks you. Anyway, um, wacky sport number three: Gaiju Big Battle. Uh, 
Battle because they spelled Battle wrong, but they decided to just keep the name. So, uh, do you know what a Gaiju is? No idea. What is that? Gaiju is Japanese for big weird monster. So, there's a movie called, uh, oh fuck, I can't remember, um, Pacific Rift. And it's about these big monsters that come through a wormhole and invade. It's basically Japanese culture, um, the big monster movies like Godzilla and things like that. Um, they're all gaiju, big strange monsters. So this is called ga- basically gaiju wrestling. So you get in a big costume and you get in a big uh, wrestling ring. <clears throat> also an octagon with fencing. And you fight to the death, I believe. Gaiju wrestling. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever? You, you, you don't watch sci-fi movies, so I don't think you've seen it. Uh, yeah, it's a good one to watch. Shin kicking. Yeah, we yeah shin kicking. We spoke about that before. Did we? Mm-hmm. Tell us again in case no in case we've forgotten about it. No, fuck it. If we've done it, we've done it. No, no. Tell uh, us again. Basically, you kick each other's shins. And that, no. this was in um where was this uh, Australia, wasn't it? No, this one. Uh, it's actually. Europe somewhere. Let me just see. We started this bullshit. Uh, no, I think this is this is Scottish. I Scottish shin kicking. I'll give you a wee shin kicking. Yeah, there mm. you go. The guys are allowed to wear pads, um, so I presume this shin kicking is quite serious. You're fucking shin kicking, aye. The one that I'm, that I'm really sort of like that really flabbergasted about, and that is. Have you ever heard of this? Now, no, I haven't. Hang on, you you, is... you, you, you broke up. What, did, uh, what, what sport is it? <clears throat> it's known. Uh, it's called Legends Football League or Lingerie Football League. Okay, Lingerie Football League. Uh, tell me more. I knew I'd have your attention. Well, basically, it is, um, I suppose, a form of foxy American football, uh, where it's all female teams, and they're basically what they're wearing looks like bathing suits or bikinis, and they're wearing full padding on top of that. So it's it's obviously for um, uh, quite a visual sport, but the, the thing is, they are really going for it. I mean, these 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 are really strong athletes. They're playing hard. They're not. They're not. They're playing hard football. Oh, I thought you but, meant they're actually going for it to like one another. Say again. They are. I thought they were actually going at it one another. No, no, they're actually playing football. They're playing football oh, and they're playing hard that. football, and they are, you know, doing tackles and, and kicking and fighting, and it's 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 quite rough looking. So kind of butch. So like, basically, it's watching butch woman. No, no, not no. at all. They all look like swimming models. What is it called? <laughs> uh, Legends Football League, also known as Lingerie Football League. I have a look at it's this. It's a real thing. No, I believe you. I mean, you're the sports guy. Why shouldn't yeah. I believe you? Some serious, serious, but it's, it's actually, uh, I think they play better than most, most uh, rugby teams I've seen play. Whoa! No, they really go for it. I'd be scared. I wouldn't go on yeah. the field. Get the shit kicked out of you. You'll get yeah, a mostly. shin kicking, yeah. 
Okay. What else have you got for us? That's it. That's it. That's it, my man. We're out of uh, weird shit to talk about. Mm. Uh, lots of lingerie football league to catch up on, though, if you want to really get into it. Well, apparently, there's a Legends in Zandam, but I don't think that's the same thing. I've just had Never a look on. That. I've just had a look on Google. It's not impossible. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. All right, cool. Uh, well, let's get into some uh, some news uh, that happened around uh, around the Netherlands and the world. And uh, Natasha's probably going to like this. Um, apparently, the government's going to rethink primary school closures um, if uh, figures allow it, uh, says Mark Rotter. Now, uh, the cabinet is prepared to look at reopening uh, primary schools earlier than January 18th. Uh, if infections uh, allow it to do so. Uh, Mark Rotta said during uh, Tuesday's debate um, uh, on new measures. Now, obviously, Rotta came under pressure from across the political spectrum to ease the five-week closure of primary schools, particularly given, uh, particularly given to, the, uh, to the impact on more vulnerable pupils. Uh, they say forcing parents to work at home by taking away children's education it's just ridiculous," uh, said uh, party leader Jesse uh, Jesse Clover. Hmm. Do you agree with this, Natasha? Should uh, should they rethink this? Look, if the numbers are saying that it's not a problem, I don't see why they should be closed. Uh, speaking for myself, it is a nightmare trying to. Both of my husband and I work full time plus a one-and-a-half-year-old and a six-year-old. And this is school holiday, you know, when uh, January opens, then it means my eldest has to be schooled. So it's no more, you know, plumping the kids in front of the TV or playing outside. He actually has to follow lessons. And in between, we both have to work on our careers. So it's, uh, I'd be very happy if, if, if the numbers substantiate the decision that they open uh, sooner rather than later. Well, what's, what's even more... Uh, uh, Shocking is that uh, at the height of the pandemic back in April, one in five Dutch schools, uh, one in Dutch, one, one in five Dutch schools heads said that uh, they had not been able to get in touch with all of their pupils since schools were closed because of the coronavirus, which means in total teachers failed to reach some 5,200 pupils. Hmm. Thomas, you have a child, you have a kid. What do you think about this? I think. Um the, the Prime Minister should not bow to political pressure because that's what's got us in this mess in the first place. Um, but if it's a numbers thing, I definitely agree with Tasha. It's, it's, uh, if they can go back. Um, unfortunately, the, 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 the infections seem to be where the kids are, the teenagers are, because they can't stop sucking face. Um, it's just nature. So maybe keep those little shits at home and let the primary school kids go to school. Mm. Yeah. So, are are you are you um, what is your plan to have uh, to have the, the your child at home? Are you going to take turns, or do you work? Does your wife work at home? Do you work at home? How's how's your situation working? We're both at home, so it's uh, supposed taking turns, but I think it'll be mostly fall on me because my my work stands still when when lockdown's on, so. All I can do is, is work on marketing and, um, you know, do remote work, which is be retouching and things like that. And then I do it at night. So, uh, yeah, no, that's just the way it is, man. You just have to take it and move on. And, 
hope we can get the vaccine inside everybody's body and that it makes a difference. And if it doesn't make a difference, we, you know, try the next thing. And if well, people don't want to take it, we put them in concentration camps. <laughs> <laughs> or we just send them to China, because China started all this coke. Maybe they can just uh, take the brunt of people. They seem to like large populace anyway. And they seem to like putting people to work. Yeah. Now, um, Mark Rota said that uh, a decision will, uh, will, will have to be taken by January 3rd. And uh, he goes on, he went on to say that uh, even by January 3rd, we still won't know by then. Uh, I'm not saying no, but I don't want I don't want to be awakened uh, by any false ex, uh, to any false expectations. So don't be angry if it cannot happen. So let's see what happens. Let's is, see. Yeah, this is quite interesting. I read two articles, um, one being where they argued that one of the reasons why, uh, the government has closed the schools is to keep the kids at home, which means that the parents are staying at home. Mm. Um, and then there was another article stating that the reason why they closed the schools is a lot of uh, kids are uh, transferring uh, the virus from their teachers to their parents. Mm. And I actually have a couple of um, uh, friends, Dutch, Dutch friends, that uh, has the coronavirus now. And they got it through their kids, which the kids got it from the teachers at school. And they um, said, and they said the children cannot trans transmit the virus. You see, it's all lies. It's all yeah, lies. That's, uh, that they is, didn't uh, say that. You guys are like co copying conspiracy theories. They've always <laughs> said that children <laughs> transfer it, but not that they are in their risk group. <laughs> that's exactly. damn it. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's uh, the two schools of arguments at this point in time of uh, the reason for keeping the schools closed. Well, you're you're you're. I, I say you're in an advantage, Marius, because your your daughter Shante is in university, so you don't have to worry about looking after her. She can, you know, I'm sure she's more than capable of looking after herself. She's old enough to do that. So you're kind of out of the two of out of the two of uh, of. Of, of the team, you're in an advantage. Yeah, I, I must admit it uh, doesn't uh, impact me that much um, uh, from that point of view. But not being able to travel, um, of course, um, is, is a big impact on me uh, and as, as well as the rest of us from a professional point of view. Uh, so that, that certainly is a, is a big challenge. Hmm. And how is she taking it, uh, the news? Of this of this new uh, five week lockdown, is she is she sad? Is she uh, is she just like you know what? I don't care anymore because obviously it's going to affect her studies. Yeah, I, I think um, it it it's more affecting them from a okay now we can't go and party, right? Um, but um, uh, with with the youngsters these days, they they quite quite used to doing everything and most of the things online. Of course, they, they would like to have classes, physically classes at, uh, at universities because that is also a time for them to meet their friends and mingle and chat and yeah. uh, uh, do all those things. So they're certainly missing that, uh, that part of it. But from studying online, I don't think that phase them, uh, that is phasing them too much. Well, let's... 
it's certainly a, a certainly a, a interesting time to and, and a frustrating time to be a parent if you are in Natasha and and uh, Thomas's predicaments and shoes but you know also in your shoes Marius because you know it's it's uh it's a, a a weird time because you know your, your your child is at that age and like you said they just want to go party and just be a a teenager and well that they can't do that at, at the moment all right uh this is interesting now i said i think when was it on monday i think i said this i remember exactly 10 years ago uh, being at Skippo Airport, waiting for my being on the airplane and waiting to uh, take off to go on holiday. That was the last time it snowed. Now, apparently, uh, weather bureaus say that, um, well, basically, there isn't going to be a white Christmas. In fact, it's just gonna, it's just gonna rain for the rest of this well, to the towards the end of the week, and uh, it's probably. It's probably the only the closest we're gonna get to snow is a bit of sleet, which isn't really snow. It's just that slushy stuff. So that's what's gonna happen. The rest, uh, the whole of the Netherlands will probably have a contend. We'll probably have to contend with rain and sleet on Christmas Day. And uh, the ne- the Netherlands ha- last had an official white Christmas in uh, twenty ten. So yeah, exactly ten years ago. Marius, if you need someone to take something to Norway for you, I'm more than willing, eh? I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> now, uh, for 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 Thomas and Natasha, you will you will, you will enjoy this. This is for all you movie people. So it means I ha- I know nothing. I, I have no interest and no clue about this. But um, apparently, Tom Cruise. Well, he got very pissed off with some of his crew members. In fact, he tore into some of his crew, his Mission Impossible 7 crew members, for not following uh, safety protocols. Now, Tom Cruise expressed his frustration with with, uh, crew members on the set of a movie that I'll never, ever watch, Mission Impossible 7. How many Mission Impossibles are they going to make? I mean, really, was one not good enough? None of them must make seven. Anyway, uh, after he saw them breaking uh, guidelines, um, apparently uh, Tom Cruise saw these members standing too close to one another in front of a computer screen, and uh, he told the crew, "If you what if I see you do it again, you're fucking gone." That's what he said. He also said, "Yeah, you don't you won't have a job anymore," and uh, all of that. Well, he's old. He's in the risk group. Doesn't look old, but he's no. Old. He looks looks good from his from his uh for his age. Apparently, according to people that worked on the well, that were working on the on the set, apparently they could hear Tom Cruise saying, uh, "We uh, we we are the gold standard. They're back there in Hollywood making movies right now because of us, uh, because they believe in us and we're and what we're doing." I'm on the phone with every fucking studio at night, insuring uh, insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us, and I'm, and and using us to make their movies, and we are creating thousands of jobs. You motherfuckers, I don't ever want to see it. I don't ever want to see you do this ever again, ever. 
It kind of sounds like a Tom Cruise rant, don't you think? Oh, I hope they do. Look, I actually have a lot of respect for him for, for taking yeah. his stance. Because the fact is, this is an industry that immediately shut down with COVID. And I have friends who work in the, who actually work in Los Angeles on movie sets. So he actually makes a very valid point. You know, if you're lucky enough to, to be able to film at this stage with Corona, you should be taking care because there are fellow crew members working around the world who have no jobs, who've lost their jobs, who've lost their homes. So you know what? It's for the first time in my life, go Tom Cruise. You know, I would say I would clap at a rant like that. He's an extremely professional professional actor and he has the time for anyone on set. But he's Tom Cruise and he's trying to save the world. Hmm. So he's going to be a little bit <laughs> intense about it. His movies is going to save the world. No, it's Tom. Tom's going to do it. Well, apparently, a, a Mission Impossible 7, uh, in the beginning, in the early stages of uh, making the movie, it was actually recently hit with delays in October uh, when 12 people on sets uh, in Italy tested positive for corona. And pr production pre uh, resumed a week later and then returned to the UK two weeks, uh, uh, back to production two weeks ago. Fucking Italians. I don't know. Are you going to watch this, Thomas? I think you are. It sounds like the kind of movie you would watch. You know, I was I was never into Tom Cruise. Um, Natasha, I think we see the same way about Tom Cruise, but but he's actually grown on me recently. Um, just the fact that he still does his own stunts and that he's so I never knew how hands-on involved he is in the actual filmmaking process and everything. Um, he's definitely not a prima donna. He's definitely not a, a snowflake or a. Or, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, trusty person. He's, he's actually a true professional and devoted to, to his craft and his fitness. No, I agree with that. I don't think he's a bad actor either. I, I, I'm yeah. not so much into his his Mission Impossibles, but, I mean, he, he's, he's played some good roles over the year. My only yeah. issue with Tom Cruise is that he's a Scientologist. Other than that, he's an astute professional, and he brings in a lot of uh, extra work. As you say, he's always fit. He does his own stunts, and the man is, I think he's almost 60, if he isn't 60 already. Um, yeah. yeah, my only bugbear with him is his weird pseudoscience uh, religion. That he's is, he, is he still a, still a Scientologist? Surely he, by is now the he's... Post, he is the poster boy for Scientology. So, uh, <laughs> no, he's very much uh, inside the seven circles of Scientolo Scientology hell. Wow. I thought he'd be done with that. Well, maybe that's where he draws his power from. That's what he says. He credits Scientology for getting over his dyslexia, getting over his issues. So, no, he credits uh, he credits the religion for his success. Wow. Hmm. What a nutcase. Well, do you want to... Speaking of a nutcase, do you want to listen to uh, how... It, you want to listen to what you know how he actually sounded because obviously I don't sound anything like Tom Cruise. This is actually him on set shouting at his crew. If I can get it to play. You're the gold standard. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Mm. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. Mm. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you hmm. 
Wow. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. That's hmm. it. No apologies. Take my breath away. Because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. He's a serious guy, huh? The movie is probably riding on the fact that it's Tom Cruise. Mm. He's only four, four, four foot five, so he's not really that intimidating. He has to shout. Wow. I, 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 well, you know, well done to him. I mean, as you say, he's taking things seriously with, um, with this. If only Scientology could save the world. Damn it, Tom. And uh, lastly in the news... Um, Apart from Tom Cruise going berserk, um, Paris Paris has been fined, and this is this is very interesting. Um, they've a Paris city hall has has been fined over employing too many women in top jobs. Why? Well, the local government in Paris has been fined ninety thousand euros for breaking a gender equality law. Uh, from 2018, uh, 11 women and five men bagged up top positions uh, at the at the city hall that year. So it's 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 absurd. I mean, you know, everyone's bragging on about you know there should be more females in top positions, and now well, apparently this yeah. isn't the case in France. Wow, a hundred years of gender oppression, and the moment there's more women fines start coming out. Wow, just wow. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, apparently uh, France is is still lagging behind uh, this uh, this issue of gender Europe equality. Europe is lagging behind, mate. You think so? I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, think I think Europe is much more chauvinistic okay. than the rest of the world. A a, um, a a a city council spokesperson did actually say that uh, we need to promote women uh, with determination and uh, vigor because everywhere France is still lagging behind on this issue. Now, according to a 2013 rule, uh, one sex cannot account for more than 60% of nominations to senior positions. Uh, the law was aimed at getting women better access to top, to top jobs in the civil service. Currently, only 47% of all civil servants in senior positions in Paris are women. So that's terrible, terrible, terrible news. But at least, you know, at least they're getting, uh, at least they're getting fined for it. I think you know what you know what they should do, and I mean this. I, I, I mean this with the biggest amount of you know respect. They should they should employ Natasha, and Natasha will get lots of females there because Natasha speaks. She's like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Don't you ever, ever not employ females? Do I make myself clear? That's what Natasha's gonna do. Yeah, motherfuckers. 
There are females. Females out there. And not in top positions. I don't ever want to see this ever again. That's what Natasha's going to do. If she hasn't done it already in her in her job. <laughs> you know what? I, I work for a female-led company. And we're... Terrific. Uh, we're 70% woman. So I'm very happy where I am and to be led by a, a strong female. So, uh, yeah. I don't have to use the the mofo terms. What's that song by James? James? Yeah, you know that song, James. Oh, Friday Night Laid or something, isn't it? She only comes when she's on top, that one. Yeah. Yeah. All women should be on top. <laughs> Sorry, I just destroyed all the hard work you guys put in. <laughs> but I haven't dropped a single innuendo in like at least like an hour look you know look it is it is i think <clears> out of everyone in the team i it is hump wednesday so i think and it is christmas the spirit of giving so i think thomas natasha marish you all just you know just have some amazing love with your partners tonight and uh i'll be i'll be i'll be fine don't worry i love women on top women should be on the top all let the time. you let your oh, wa- wade um, be on top, thomas yes. has given you the gift of uh, lingerie football so i think that's going to keep you, you warm and cozy tonight uh, you can put the laptop on top yeah. of your belly. Yeah, but it's not gonna come on top. But it'll make you warm inside. Uh, nah, it's all right. It's okay. I'll, it's like you know what? It's like it's like when you have a blow-up doll. I'd rather have the real thing than a blow-up doll. So it's okay. I don't want. I'm okay. But you know, it, it's Hump Wednesday, and it's this. You know, it's the spirit of giving. So it's been a really st- a stressful time for. You know, most of us in the team, most of us have deadlines we have to uh, attend to and adhere to. So, you know, it's hump Wednesday. Just, just you know, just make have your you, partners happy. You're still living where you are, huh? You haven't moved yet. I will be very soon. I think you should walk downstairs naked this tonight or just wear a T-shirt and go make yourself a cup of coffee. And now, uh, you know, see you see the things I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to... Uh, 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 I wouldn't want to even waste my time with um, with uh, with that kind of stuff. People don't deserve those kind of people. Don't deserve to see my my me in all my glory. His physique is for those who who he wants to have seen. His physique. Yes. yes. You, can, you can also just go take a dump in the drawer and then go back upstairs. Mm-hmm. Leave it there for them for tomorrow. Yeah. There's, there's, look, there's many possibilities, but uh, he wants I'll, his deposit back. Yes. yes, yes, exactly. So, look, do me a f- do do your do your 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 boss a favor and just you know, sp- uh, you know, give the give the the, the 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 love of of giving, so to speak. It's Christmas. It's been a really stressful year, as 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 you heard. It's been a really cuck year. Just you know, after the show, just. Cr- Crawl up to your to your partner and be like, you know what, kids are in bed. Let's uh, let's uh, you know, let's uh, have a quick one. Or does it, it doesn't even have to be quick. Just you know, it's okay. I'll be I'll 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 just you know, carry on with 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 the show with the business. It's okay. All right. Um, we'll chat uh, tomorrow. Um, enjoy this. Enjoy the spring that we're having. It's really nice weather outside. I don't know where Thomas is. I think he's talking to us from the Amazon forest. 
because I keep thinking it's raining and I actually just recently looked at my uh, my phone app and it's not raining. So I don't know where in the Netherlands you are that it's where I can hear this. But um, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when we were speaking to Gareth Pickering and he was talking to us, but he literally was in the rainforest. So uh, wherever you are, stay warm, stay safe and just stay at home. And uh, let's uh, let's play let's play for one last time just to cheer us all up because this is how we are this is how we've been feeling the whole year one last time. indeed and uh, you know this is probably the best thing I can give you guys to cheer you up it's been a really cuck year so just one more week we we have recess on the 23rd I'm sure there's going to be lots of things popping in the studio alcohol is going to be flowing in the studio and we're going to come back with our batteries recharged and it's going to be really good all right everybody wherever you are listening to the podcast whether it's daytime evening afternoon Wherever, stay safe and we'll chat tomorrow.